Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Sarah. Elizabeth. Uh, do you know what's ridiculous? I do. Yeah, go for do it. Do you have a second? Always. I'd love to share it with you. Thank you. Okay, you ever injured yourself taking a <laughs> selfie? No, I've not. Okay, did you know that's very common now? Injuring yourself, taking a selfie. Yes, very, very common. One in ten people have injured themselves taking a selfie. Now, is this hurting their arms or their muscles, or is this falling over? All of their musculature them? as well as their bones. Interesting. Anything is at risk with a selfie. In <laughs> yeah. fact, did you yes. know it is more dangerous for a human being to take a selfie than to go swimming with sharks? Oh, you're kidding me. More people die each year from taking selfies than from shark attacks. They die? Are they impaled on selfie sticks? (laughs) No, people just, they trip, they fall over cliffs. Sarah, that's horrible. I know I shouldn't be laughing. No, don't laugh But I'm rooting for the sharks. Yeah, me too. Because hopefully fewer sharks will be killed this way because people are like, oh, we don't need to be afraid of sharks. We should start killing phones. I like that. Hunting down and killing phones. Uh, Sarah. (laughs) Yes, Elizabeth. Do you want to know what else is ridiculous? I'm here for it. Putting a fish... In a fish to win a boat. This is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It's always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. you damn right. Yes, it is. Could you imagine if we did the whole show? In NPR voices? In NPR voices. I think that would be very refreshing for some people. I think I could do it. I'm yes. not sure about you. I might go to sleep, though, talking. Oh, I definitely would. Uh, are you a competitive person? <laughs> yes. No, I'm very, I come from a competitive family. I'm a very competitive person. I'm, I don't, I like to think that I'm not one of those mean competitive people because mm-hmm. I'm not competing against other people. I'm only ever competing with myself. Sure. I was taught sure. that at a young age and that stuck with me, but I will get very mad at myself for losing. So right. it can be, un- it can be unpleasant to watch me lose, but I'm not mean about it. I'm yeah, just really yeah. upset. I like to say that I'm not competitive. Yes, but you are. Well, it's kind of like how I say I don't watch TV. Yes, but you, you, I don't watch TV shows like the smash hit 911, no, which has moved from Fox to ABC. And <laughs> yeah. if I watch TV, I'm not sure how I'd feel about are that. Are you happy about that? If you, I don't know if there's going to be meddling from the mouse house. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Anyway, um, I say I'm not competitive. No. It's almost true. No, it's not. I'm I'm not competitive with, like, 
people in the workplace or like other writers, writers are competitive oh, with God, each other yes. and petty. Yes. And I'm not, I, I'm happy for everyone whenever anything good happens. Like, I used I'm to not, be an actor and I thought they would be really competitive. Writers are so much more worst. competitive oh, and God. petty and also undermining. They do a lot yes. of stuff with like campaigns to. Yes, yes. You know, and so horrible. that's why I kind of like, I've narrowed it down where I don't really interact with a lot of writers. <laughs> ah, true writer behavior. Terrible, you realize terrible. the lesson of writing. I'm not like socially competitive, like about status stuff. Like, oh, yes. I want everyone to see what kind of car I drive or without, who cares. So like, I shouldn't tell people about this fur coat you're wearing? Shut up. Um, what is that, I mink? I am, though, competitive when it comes to things like trivia. Yeah, you are. I'm a beast in <laughs> trivia. <laughs> like, I become a whole nother person. Or, or games like Rummy Cube or oh, Bananagrams. I've, I've seen you play bar trivia where you made a, a table, whole table cry. So, <laughs> and that family looked at me like, are you going to stop her? And I was like, look, go back to Utah. It brings out the best and the worst in me. Yes, it does. Because, like, I do really well in various categories, like, especially if there's word puzzles. I used to go mm-hmm. to this one where they had handouts. And I oh, was I bet just you like, killed it oh, both. God, I got in the zone. And then that, I'm viciously competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, my trivia team is called Steve Harvey Oswald. You're on my trivia <laughs> yeah, team, as you know. Uh, my brother's on the team. Now, he is not competitive. No, he is not, but fun. I make up for it. He gets a little competitive, though, once you start winning. He yeah, doesn't want to lose true. once you're winning. That is true, yeah. And he does. He wants to hang on to it. He wants to, to know it. how we're doing. I become another person. It's yes. totally wild. I'm a true believer in obeying the rules to an extent. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I won't check my phone for answers. No, no, no. Not like that um, kind of cheating. But I do like to do little tricks. Such as? That throw up. Okay. So, like, I like to pretend that I'm new to pub trivia. Mm-hmm. And then I loudly whisper supposed answers to my teammates. Oh, yes. And then I get all excited. They're in on it. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm like, oh, I know the answer. And they tell me to keep it down, that uh-huh. the other teams are going to hear me saying the right answer. And it's intentionally wrong, but like feasible. So this is a pantomime you're pulling where it's, you go. It's a long con. Yeah, you act like oh, this is it's it's Bulgaria, yeah. guys. And they're like, stop! Everyone's gonna hear you. And I'm like, but I know it. And but then I, people are like, oh crap, Bulgaria. Right down Bulgaria. And like, so Travi, my brother, he's not competitive, but like you were saying, like when it gets down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, he and I had an incident where we brushed up against cheating. Ooh, what did that feel we like? We were in a sudden death tiebreaker during a trivia night on a Mexican Riviera cruise. <laughs> okay. I won't ask. <laughs> Don't Go ask. On. So there we are off the coast of Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> there we are. There we are. Winning our fourth straight trivia night on the boat. Uh-huh. Everyone hated us. Oh, I bet they did. Because would just we come in and just dust them. Fourth straight. Fourth straight. Oh, yeah. They hated you. I don't remember what the question was. I don't remember what the answer was. But, like, we wrote it. You were it in the, the zone. Yeah, I was totally in the zone. Auto zone. So we wrote it down on a piece of paper and, like, showed it to the to the host. Mm-hmm. He looks and he goes over, walks over and looks at the other team's sheet. Um, and, like, we may have heard a team that had been eliminated mention the answer after we wrote ours down. After. And then, like, we may have quickly changed the answer on our ah, paper. re-corrected. And then the judge may have forgotten our answer and then come back over to take a look. Ah. Yeah. And uh, we may have won the whole thing. Oh, that, that's cheating. Yeah, that's totally cheating. That's totally cheating. And it was high stakes, Zaren. <laughs> it was high stakes. You want to get that fifth win? Well, no. Do you know what the grand prize was? Um, No. What was it? Luggage tags. <laughs> it wasn't even luggage. No, it, was it was luggage, luggage tags. tags. My aunt was appalled by our lack of integrity. <laughs> I'm with your aunt. She she called them the luggage tags of shame. <laughs> Good and for like, her. You know, because since my behavior, my love language is shame and guilt. That's how my <laughs> behaviors are motivated. Yes. Uh-huh. I felt terrible. I bet you did. I wound up like taking the tags mm-hmm. and just setting them on a bar in the Lido deck and walking away. Oh, I thought you were gonna like throw them into the sea and like never that's, look back. That's that's pollution, Aaron. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> on a boat, like on a cruise ship, you're worried about like <laughs> destroying the oceans. Hello. Um, I couldn't live with my little scam. Others though. The ones who wind up here, mm-hmm. me talking about them, they went all in. There oh, you got people. some cheaters for me? Yeah. I have for you today some competition scandals. Nice. So it's not like cycling doping or fixing college basketball Lance. games. Lance! <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, we're not living strong right now. <laughs> uh, these these are as inane as cheating at trivia to win luggage tags. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I still Small carry gains. that guilt. I will never do such a thing ever again. I'm going to, every single time I see a luggage tag from now on out. It was totally like, out of character. you want these? It was not like me. That wasn't me. What are you willing to do to get these luggage no. tags? <laughs> Um, what would you do for a luggage but tag? But see, that's what out-of-control competition does to a gal. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, I think humans can't help but make things competitive. Yeah. You know, so baking, pottery. Look, we have all these TV We're shows about animals. it. Trivia. 
Um, you know what I love more than trivia competitions, though? Baking shows. Bears. Oh, it was close. It was a bee. It was a bee. I love bears. You do love I bears. I really do. I want to hug a bear. I come into HQ sometimes, and you're just sitting there watching those videos you watch where they're sitting at the streams. The and... Katmai Bear Camp. There you go. So That's what Katmai it is. Katmai National Park uh-huh. um, in southern Alaska. They have they have this bear camp. It, there are volcanoes in yeah. this park. Salmon, most importantly. Tons of brown bears. Hmm. So cute. Um, I want to go there someday and see him in person. I'm go, go, go. Hug, hug a bear. That. Yeah. So like in the summer, they have these decks that look over the, the, the river and the bears come out and they loll around. They gorge on salmon. Uh, you can watch it on the bear cam. Sure. As I've, I do. I've looked over your shoulder. Yeah. So you see, you see like mamas teaching their cubs to grab fish and like big papas just parking their rumps <laughs> in the river rapids, shoving it all in their Cooling face. Cooling that undercarriage. Oh my God. They're so cute. Um, so anyway, Katmai, they've capitalized on this love of bears because I'm not alone, Zarin. No, I know. There are many of you. And they hold they hold something called Fat Bear Week. Wow. I've yeah. heard of this. Is Every it good? I've never October. really October. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So in the in October, the the brown bears at Katmai, they've been like prepping for winter hibernation by just gorging themselves on salmon. Of course. They Living can their best increase bear lives. that's they increase their body weight by like fifty percent. Yeah. They eat 90 pounds of food a day. It's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. So the rangers, they have all the bears, you know, tagged, numbered. Uh, and like the naturalists and the rangers at the park, they take note of the physical state of the bears. And so they decided, like, let's get everyone in on this. <laughs> so they they teamed up with Explore.org. That's the organization that does the bear cam. Okay. And they let people cast online votes in kind of like a... March Madness style bracket. Oh, okay. To determine the bear that has like most effectively and impressively plumped up. Oh, the real like the, that's a, a real unit. Who's the big boss? Yeah, so okay. In 2023, AP News called the competition "quote Alaska's most watched popularity contest." Yes. So it started. They started this up back in 2014. This is the reality TV I could watch. Yes, exactly. Bears gaining mass. <laughs> So 2014, it starts up every year. It just gets more and more popular. Katmai Park Rangers, they pick 12 bears out of all of them. They post two photos of the animals, one taken in Mm mid-July and the other one taken in early September. These are our baseline photos, if you will. Yeah, so it's like a before and after. Sure. Uh, In 2022, Fat Bear Week was rocked by scandal. How? How? Well, One of the bears was cheating? <laughs> no. Organizers. Eating bear performance enhancing salmon? The ballot had yeah. been stuffed. The ballot box stuffed <laughs> like the bears. With salmon. In favor of a brown bear called Holly. Oh, the voters. Of course the humans are the, the cheaters. Humans. Yeah, the bears keep up. do that. So Holly's government name is Bear 435. Okay. <laughs> and she was dusting Bear 747 in the semifinals. 747. 747. Wow. But the numbers seemed hinky to the park rangers. What was Homegirl's first numbers? 435. 435. Okay. Yeah. 435 and 747. Yeah. So it turns out Holly, 435, mm-hmm. she jumped ahead in the in the votes. Because 9,000 votes came in, like, pretty much all at the same time Mm. for her. Uh, Candace Rush of Explore.org, she told NPR, quote, While not unheard of, it is very uncommon for a bear to come back late in the day like that. We ended up finding just over 9,000 spam votes. Wow. So someone just used bots, right? The the park, the National Park tweeted, quote, like bears stuff their face with fish, our ballot box, too, has been stuffed. <laughs> they practiced they think, that one. Oh, my God. They were Can you imagine so, they wrote it? They, they erased were it. Let's so try it again. delighted yes. with it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, quote. They're going to put that on a tote bag. <laughs> it appears someone has decided to spam the Fat Bear Week poll. But fortunately, it is easy for us to tell which votes are fraudulent. We have discarded the fake votes. And today's official totals are, for 747, 32,940 votes. For 435, 30,430 votes. Okay. So she lost by like, you know, 7,000. That was a final vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Not for the, all, that's for for the semifinals. For the, okay. Yeah. That's for the semifinals. So the organizers, they have a Slack channel mm-hmm. that they use to discuss the event. This is like a chat function, course, basically. Yeah, uh-huh. So the messages were released by the National Park Service under a Freedom of Information Act. Oh, my God. We Ken Klippenstein like, got on him? Yeah, he totally <laughs> did. Um, quote, maybe we shouldn't call a vote tonight. I mean, we can't really honor the cheating. This is the discussion going this on in the amazing. Slack channel. When the numbers showed that 747 had, like, whooped Holly, yeah. the organizers are b- amazed. Quote, 
Damn, that is a wide margin. Wider than 747's rear. <laughs> this is in the Slack. This is in the Slack that they're just <laughs> so like. So they're always like this. Oh, completely. <laughs> it's like, I got a pun for Completely. You. <laughs> uh, Amber Kraft, who mm-hmm. is the Interpretation and Education Program Manager at Katmai, she wrote, quote, If we say that it was spammed, will that be what reporters are asking about instead of staying on the interpretive message? Oh, she's like, let's stay on message, people. She's like, it's all about the bears, guys. Come on, let's talk about big booty bears. (laughs) The juicy booties, she was afraid of happened. CNN, Jezebel, Rolling Stone, Bloomberg News, ABC News, NPR, they all reach out. All the usual suspects. They want to talk about, you know, the, the chicanery. So Kraft, she wants to keep things on message. So she released the following statement, quote, The important thing to remember, however, is that despite which bear wins the most votes in the Fat Bear Week competition, they are all winners. Bears get fat to survive, and the health of Katmai's ecosystem, as demonstrated by the sustained run of salmon, clean water, and thriving flora and fauna, enables their survival. So everyone's like, this is such a funny story. And she's like, like mwah, mwah. <laughs> let me so, throw a blanket on all the fun. Yay. So why? Why yes. would someone do this? I'd like to talk about a healthy ecology. Can we talk for a moment? <laughs> well, I'm glad she kept it upbeat, too. No, it's true. Um, so why? Why would someone do this? Because they love a thick bear. Well, one of, no, one of the staffers thought, quote, in the Slack, yeah. puts this out there. Is it mean of me to wish the spammer had a lot of money riding on 435? Oh, my God, there's bear betting. I don't know. Like, you go into an Irish pub and you can bet on a, like, I don't know. You pro- I bet you you could The somewhere. English were betting on they this. They will bet no on doubt. anything, God bless. Um, quote, well, y'all, you've made it. The weird corners of the internet tried to rig the election. That's another slack <laughs> quote. And it was, it's a big election. The entire contest pulls in more than a million votes. Okay. Is that a million unique votes? I don't think so. Okay. Um, as, but come on, make it sound impressive. Okay, I was just wondering. Uh, quote, as long as we find a way Way to bring it back to the bears? I'm going to count it as a win, now, said you one ever, Slack user. Have you ever voted in this? Of course I have, Zaren. Now, do you vote every day? I don't remember. Do you, do you, <laughs> I didn't would vote you, this last time. Okay, now, would you like want to go and like vote multiple times? No, I, not, you don't vote multiple times you get, like, like per each round. I'll vote one for the semifinals, one, you know, for yeah, each but, bracket. But you're not going through your various online no. personas. Like, oh, I also want to, I'll go this no. way through. Okay. <laughs> no, don't I'll use ideas. my work account and then... <laughs> Just wondering. Well, so they uncover all this ballot stuffing, and then the organizers, they reviewed the other matches for possible signs of tampering. Sure. And and like a Dominion voting machine audit, <laughs> yes. it was discovered that the outcomes were on the up and up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so that meant that Otis and Chunk, mm-hmm. who were ousted midway <laughs> through the contest— My man Otis! They lost on their own merit or lack thereof. Oh, Otis. Yeah. And going forward, the competition now includes a CAPTCHA test— mm-hmm. <laughs> To prevent bot interference. So okay. you have to be able to tell the computer, like, where the stop, which pictures have a stoplight or a motorcycle mm-hmm. or a crosswalk. As a human, I can tell you that's not easy. <laughs> like, I can't tell. This, this I like that fat bears and, like, shoe beasts have to go through the same thing. We, same we need thing. to get rid of the bots because exactly. they're ruining it for everybody. Exactly. So, like, you know, back to the competition. Sure. Voters have more than just the before and after pictures to help in their decisions. They have centerfolds. <laughs> Hoobah, hoobah. <laughs> they do, um, like, bear fans? Only bears? Only what, bears. What, what are we talking here, Elizabeth? Uh, no, they give little bios. Oh, okay. Um, Holly was first identified by park officials in 2001, mm-hmm. and her coat is described as, quote, toasted marshmallow in color. Oh. Um, she's raised several litters see, of kids. She's a hardworking mom. Toasted marshmallow is an interesting choice because— there's, there's a broad spectrum. It's a broad spectrum, and to me, toasted marshmallow is closer to the black end because I like things burnt, right? You do like And I imagine burnt. to you it's more like the coffee end where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I put a little co- exactly. cream in my coffee. So for both she's of us, my toasted we can't picture well, this bear. Well, she's sort of blonde-eared, too. Her ears—she's not a uniform color. Like, her ears are a little bit lighter. Sorry, the, the former house she's painter in me is getting upset at the, the nonspecific use of color. Oh, Sorry, I will— <laughs> So I'll back down. She's she's a hardworking mom. Sure. She is such a hardworking mom. In 2014, she took on an orphan cub and raised oh, the cub. Oh, single she, mom with an orphan cub. She deserves to win. Oh, she's she's a champion. She's classy bear. She did win. She won uh, Fat Bear Week 2019. Oh, and that one she won fair and square. She's a thick queen that year. <laughs> she was. Bear 747. She's uh-huh. a real baddie. Bear 747. Yeah. He doesn't have a street name. Oh. Or a river name, I guess you would say. They just call him Mike? He's just 747, like a Travolta hobby. Oh, okay. That is his number. He's just bare 747. They didn't give him a little They didn't give him like a little holly. Nope. Okay. What's he like? Well. We should call him Sully. 
747. Oh, my God. I'm, you need to get a job up there. You'd fit right in. <laughs> I want to do that and name paints. He's... These are the things I want as jobs. <laughs> Giving bears names. So, Sully. Sorry, go on. Sully, Sully. 747. Uh-huh. He's a, quote, skilled and efficient angler who is found fishing most often in the jacuzzi or near the far pool of Brooks Falls. <laughs> jacuzzi fishing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's that like the, he's the most dominant bear. Okay. And he was the 2020 Fat Bear Week champion. Do you yeah. know how much he weighs? Uh, I don't know, eighteen hundred pounds. Fourteen hundred pounds. No, oh. that's he's one of the largest brown bears on earth. Yeah, he's I, huge. I, was, I was a little thrown off because of grizzlies. I know better, so my yeah. my numbers yeah. are off. So so there's the voting scandal. Yes. There was a recount. They eliminated hanging chads. Okay. <laughs> when the dust settled, seven forty seven. Name a bear gore and another one bush oh, and just let it have just fun with it. it. Let it run. Let's do a classic. Come on, guys. <laughs> Throwbacks. So seven forty seven okay, wins. Sorry, yes. Um, he won the semifinals. He still had to go to the finals. Oh, of course, yeah. And it was there that he faced Bear 901. 901. A, quote, medium, small, yet quickly growing adult female. Oh, a she's, grower, not a shower. She's, <laughs> she's a young gal, yeah. six and a half years old. Uh-huh. They lived to be about 25 years old. I was wondering. Okay, yeah. 25. Um, and so 901, maybe, you know, young, but mm-hmm. she's like down to knock a few buck. If someone comes <laughs> and like tries to get into her fishing spot. Okay. She's super defensive. She's like locals only okay. in her little fishing she's spot. She's got like ludicrous ideas. So get like, out the way, move. Yeah. So he, you know, uh, 747 took it. Yes. But like, let's keep our eyes on that upstart 901. Oh, yeah. Over the coming years. And remember, vote early and often. She's got a lot of competitive years up coming. Yes. Let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to dance on into another competition scandal. Ow! Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every crime I've studied, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. You don't want to worry. You just want peace of mind. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. For every ridiculous robbery and theft we talk about, it's pretty obvious the crimes could be avoided with a solid security system. A good home security system keeps people prepared and aware. Simply Safe is that system. It was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by U.S. News and World Report. And it doesn't just protect your home from crime, it also alerts you to fire, floods, and other emergencies. They offer sensors and cameras backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There are no contracts, and there's a 60 day money back guarantee. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. That's simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Become a part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Zarin. 
Hi. Welcome Elizabeth. back to the competition dojo. Yo, I like what you've done with this place. What color is that? Is that orange? Safety it's, orange? Uh, it's toasted marshmallow. The sa- oh, okay. Yeah. It's an interesting color for the ceiling. Um, We heard about Fat Bear Week. Yes, we did. The most wonderful time of the year. I'm into it. So into um, it. I'm going to pay attention next time. And like bears frolicking at the teddy bears picnic, Yes. we now kick and leap into a new scandal landscape. Irish dancing. Oh, yes. What the Michael <laughs> Flatley's going on. It's fantastic. I like when you see grown women like get tipsy and break out into Irish dance with their pals in the middle of the street, like outside a bar in San Francisco. Now, we're I've saying, seen it and it's delightful. Yeah, we're talking like top half doesn't move, bottom Correctly. half is frenetic Just little tornado of feet. Kicking and a flinging. Okay. Yeah. Craziest technique. It's so good. I love it. And like, the little girls who do Irish dancing have yes. major wig action, by the way. <laughs> have you seen it? Oh, like little ringlets. Okay. It's, it's insane. Those are wigs. I am loving that for them. Yes. I'm b- about it. So um, Irish dancing, it started out in parish halls. And yeah, the Scottish equivalent is the Cayley. Okay, yeah. And uh, that's super fun. Lots of drums and jumping. Did this start as like the, the daughter of drunks would get chains thrown at their feet kind of dancing? Probably. <laughs> so, oh, children of drunks. Yeah, right? I don't like, mean to be know, just girls. Dancing yeah. around, like, you know, folk music. And like any activity, though, people want to turn it into a competition. Of course. Uh, so you're not just all getting out there and having a good time dancing. Yeah, like, how do we turn this into Eurovision? You have to be a better dancer. It's especially popular with what I will kindly refer to as yes. the Irish diaspora. Ah. Like Americans who claim Irish ancestry in an aggressive way. To Massachusetts. I what I like to <laughs> well, unkindly Massachusetts. What I like to unkindly refer to as leprechaun Irish. Oh wow. You know, it's like houses full of shamrocks and stuff like that. You know, oh, I totally Celtic get it. knot tattoos. Yeah, you're talking about your own people. I get it. I'm <laughs> listening. Their grandpas, their great grandpas are from Ireland. This now by we get to this generation. Yeah, a lot um, of nice cozy sweaters. And, and so, you know, yeah, there's like Irish dance is huge mm-hmm. in that community. But also there are folks with like no Irish ancestry who get into it. Um, it's a global phenomenon, is like, what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah. So anyway, there's a governing body for Irish dance called a commission. Uh, Larinki Gualaka. I'm saying that completely wrong. I'm taking and your word for it, it's though. It's the CLRG, or the Irish Dancing Commission. You sound like CLRG. you CLRG. Know. Yeah. Um, so it was established in 1930, and it has members on five continents. And I don't know what two are left out, but I'm guessing it's Antarctica or Africa. Probably. But, those are the likely not. candidates. Who knows? Could be Australia. Maybe they're just like, we don't deal with those Could people. Could be Europe. Oh, could be Europe. That would be wild. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> um, so CLRG yes. they oversee international dance tournaments called Feshina, mm-hmm. um, and they hold these qualifying competitions in the U.S., U.K., Australia. Um, so I guess we have our continents there. Um, they organize Ireland's regional and national championships, as well as the World Irish Dancing Championships. I was a two-time champion. I know. Yes. In April of 2022, <laughs> they had that in Belfast. 3,500 dancers yeah. showed up for this. Yeah. So that's April of 2022. We were so nervous. I know you were. In October of 2022, all hell broke loose. Yes, I wasn't there that year. No, I, I twisted an ankle. Because, like, okay, as you well know, because you're a famous Irish <laughs> Two-time dancer. Two-time champion, yes. The, the dance competitions are judged by dance teachers. Yes. Um, which makes sense. But apparently those dance teachers are easily influenced and easily bought. They're thirsty. They're yes. thirsty. They're like, there had been tuck like, a buck and they listen. Totally. There had been like whispers of bribes, yes. uh, favors that they would do. And then land grants. <laughs> uh, someone stepped up, an anonymous whistleblower steps up, Ooh. hands off to the CLRG proof of cheating during mm-hmm. the summer of 2022. Hard proof. Yeah. It's pretty much all text messages, like okay. screenshots. <laughs> so the dossier provided to CLRG contained text messages that. Talked about, like, how the dance instructors are trying to, like, lock in high scores for the students from these other teachers. Okay. Um, There were even offers of sexual favors between a judge and a teacher in exchange for a high score. Wow. Do you want to hear it? Yes, of course I do. (laughs) (laughs) You know who I am. (laughs) A judge wrote to a teacher, quote, I didn't wax for no reason, followed by laughing emojis. (laughs) And then, quote, half an hour's up. (laughs) Wait, what? I don't know. What's the half an I don't hour know. Is up? So then the teacher answers, shave now. And is, then, that, is that like a clock thing? I don't know. Like pointing down Who half knows? an hour? The judge replies, yeah. quote, that was all done before I got here, duh. And then he adds, quote, no visit, no 100s, and two winking laughing emojis. 
I love that now our evidence has emoji, winking emojis is part of like, then our, the teacher you got replies. busted. And then winking emoji, winking emoji. The teacher replies to No Visit No uh-huh. 100's yeah. quote, oh God, babe, put the ass in the air. I promise I will be there. Wow. Uh-huh. And all this with an Irish accent, which, you know, you got to <laughs> totally. imagine that as well. Like in a less raunchy text <laughs> yes. exchange, uh-huh. a teacher sends all his uh, students' competitor numbers to a judge and then tells the judge where he hopes each dancer is going to land in the results. Oh. And the teacher says, thanks a million for anything you can do to help. So he's like, here are all my students. Go nuts. I want an 84 for And how Seamus. does the judge reply? Siobhan Smiley. gets a 98. <laughs> Smiley face emoji as a reply. Sure. Later, the teacher asks who's going to be judging one of his competitors in an upcoming competition, and he gets the list, and he replies, holy duck. <laughs> That's so haunted by spell check. Oh, my God. That is the panel from hell. <laughs> so I guess he he spelled he it right that one. time. Oh, and then he added, quote, I actually want to puke. I do too. Me too. <laughs> I just, Me three. I thought I wanted to hear these. And then no, I was no, so wrong. now you get what you ask for. Uh, uh, so then, then the teacher writes later to the judge, quote, begging if you are on, and with a competitor's name, mm-hmm. to do what you can. XX. Okay. So, like, so that, fix yeah. it. Please make it happen. The judge replies, not a problem. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just outright. A teacher on another one says she would, quote, really appreciate a hand with my good U18, which is under 18. Yeah. Okay. And the judge goes, Absolutely, not a problem. And I'd like a hand like, with just, my under 18. <laughs> then the teacher thanks him. Oh, XXX, thank you. Uh, another one, like the teacher says she has a dancer competing soon. Appreciate anything you can do, she says. Mm-hmm. Judge gives a thumbs up emoji. All and the then the, the teacher responds with like a kiss and a wink. This is just emojis all over <laughs> the place. Ghost a cupcake. <laughs> Uh, there's a, a, a teacher writes to a judge saying she doesn't have her students' competitor numbers, but she does have their names and like pictures of them okay. in their full costumes. These are kids, by the way. Is that for the, the judge to be able to recognize them? Yeah, because they like don't like have, they're not supposed to have the names. you send pictures to a hitman, but you're just doing it to a judge? <laughs> That's exactly how this okay. is. So she's like, here are all the pictures of the kids that I want to win all the competitions. Sure. The judge replies with a smiley winking, uh, emoji. Hmm. So, yeah. And maybe they feel like if they don't say it outright, then they can't <laughs> That's get... what I'm like. This is not, I like, don't know. legally binding because it was an emoji. <laughs> exactly. There's no court definition of this emoji. Yeah. Uh, so a bunch of the parents and the dance instructors, they told the Irish Independent newspaper yeah, that the competitive Irish dance community is like the mafia. <laughs> I love how that's always the comparison. There was, an, well, there was an American teacher who said that she was afraid to ask one of the crooked judges for just like the slightest thing, quote, because once you do, you're indebted to them for life. It's like the godfather. I think the human beings at this point, we have three analogies. Either something is like Hitler, slavery, or the mafia. Or like, Harry it's just like, Potter. Or Harry Potter. Like, this is the worst thing. This is, and yeah, fill in no, one totally. of those. It's exactly. We need, we need to read more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the CLRG said in a statement in July that, next year that had received the dossier yes. and that they'd appointed a former appeals court judge to investigate. Okay. And the judge was given full access to all of their records. And all the emojis. Yeah. They made a statement, quote, the process will no doubt be difficult and arduous, but this grossly unethical behavior must be eliminated from our competitions, dance schools, and governing organizations. We got Irish dance to save people. Come on now. This is unethical. Um, The Irish dancing message boards were on fire, y'all. Oh, I bet they were. People were calling for protests at events. (laughs) Okay. They wanted CLRG to, to like, yank the teachers and judges that were named in the text. Of course. Yeah, you need a whole new crowd. Yeah, they wanted them absolutely, like, you're out of here. You can't. Banned from the sport. Or the whatever. Sandra Connick, who's chairwoman of the CLRG. Oh, Sandy Connick, yes. Yeah, she didn't know. She said she didn't know about all the fixing. Quote, I can honestly say I wasn't aware, but it is very disappointing. When you have something like that happen, you have to stamp it out immediately. It's not just acceptable. It won't be tolerated. As a former two-time champion of Irish dance, I completely agree. You know, exactly. just respect what well, we did. Well, Connick, no, she was a dance teacher herself. Also, though, you do have know, to stamp it out, once. though. Otherwise, people go, oh, it's okay. This is just... Stamp it? Hey! Hey, just like the dancing. She's originally from Cork, by the way. Oh, great, she ca- moved great to, county. She moved to the United <laughs> States 30 years ago and then set up a, a dance school. Um, so anyway, there were disciplinary hearings within the organization. 44 people were up against it. Quote, this is what uh, Sandra said, all 44 will have their day in court. 
The commission is adamant that we're going to hear each and every one of these cases, and the respondents have the right to be heard. Sure, get them justice. So she's trying to be fair. Um, For the dance fanatics that were found guilty, she said, quote, we're looking to punish them. If punishment is due or if there's no punishment and they're found not guilty, then just move on in the normal manner. Now, this is not a criminal proceeding. This is just like a, a becomes, the board of dance is doing this. Yeah, but like I mean, they, they have do wind up taking it to court. So hold okay. on. So punishments, Yes. right? I have to tell you, the punishments are kind of light. Like, they're not going to get whipped with the laces of the dancing shoes. <laughs> not going to get beat Appar- with the Apparently, soles. if it's really bad, the perp has to step down from their position immediately. On one, two, three, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Um, they wouldn't be able to run for office with the CLRG. Oh, no. And they might get a fine. No one's getting, like, knuckles broken? No, <laughs> no. Um, for smaller offenses, they might get written up and it would go in their permanent record. If this was ballet, there'd be corporal punishment. Yeah, People <laughs> would be getting hit with sticks. No, they're just going to get a write-up. And then they go, ooh, busted. No, you ever seen those ballet teachers? Oh, my God. No, they're, they're... rough. Uh, like nuns. They're... So this thing, this didn't just taint the organization's reputation. Oh, I bet not. Hit them in the pocketbook is what it oh, did. Oh, of course. So there were like all these crazy legal costs. People were dropping out of events. They're not going to events, yeah. Canceling their memberships. Sponsors. Mm-hmm. It added up to a million euro loss for them. Gannis is like, don't year. call us. <laughs> so, a million. They a lost million. a million. That's yeah. like half of their membership funds. In comparison, the year before 2021, they had a 41 euro uh, surplus. Okay. Which, you know, it's not a whole lot, but they were, they're, you know, doing really well before. Um, one of the cases actually made it out of their internal investigations and was adjudicated in the high court. Um, Amanda Hennigan, she was a judge who also runs an Irish dancing school in the UK. She took a case after she was suspended um, while the disciplinary hearings proceeded. And then the court lifted her suspension, but it ruled that CLRG could proceed with their hearings. Hmm. And she she denied that she had anything to do with it. She said, quote, no favoritism was sought or provided um, when she was talking about all her text messages. Yeah. Um, she was a judge at the 2019 All-Ireland Championships. And they uh, equally went after teachers and judges. Yes, both sides of it. Yes. And she had texted, appreciate anything you can do. And she was like, that's not... I'm not trying to get it fixed. I'm just appreciative. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, CLRG lifted everyone's suspension and said continuing to fight the legal challenges would put them in a severe financial difficulty. So it was just it was costing them too much money. So they we gave would, up. We'd rather have the rumors of impropriety and corruption. Right. Because at least those were still a going now, concern. Now, they did make some changes to try and eliminate funny business in oh. the future. Um, just like pub trivia, judges can't use their phones or other electronics throughout the day of judging. Okay. And they don't have access to competitor phone numbers until right before the competition. Okay. And they also change the way that the judging works. Quote, typically at large competitions, you'll have three judges. We've put in five judges now. We drop the highest score in case someone gets a really off-the-cuff mark. We drop the lowest score in case somebody felt they were being penalized severely. We take the three in the middle, which gives a fairer playing field. Quote, I recognize the hurt that was caused to every teacher out there, including myself. When you send your children, they have invested so much of their time and their parents' time for them to find out this was going on. That's devastating. That's the the head of the place. Okay. Um, what blows me away is that this is pretty much adults using kids to fulfill their desire for competition. Sounds like it's, everything I know about yeah. adults. Well, you know, it's like pageants yeah, or exactly. youth soccer leagues. Youth soccer, youth football, youth baseball. Everyone takes it too youth seriously. Youth hockey. I can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break. Okay. Uh, I need to listen to some ads. Yes. And you need to answer all those texts you got from your Irish dance from Irish relatives. Me and Joe Biden are not looking good. <laughs> They're like telling us, hey, don't call us. We'll be back in a flash. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. 
Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Good, good, good. Um, getting ready to fight the real enemy over here. Oh, look at you. Competition. <laughs> Bring it back. Competition. Um, we've had cheating in competitions, you know, like stuffing a fat bear ballot box, mm-hmm. bribing a judge with, you know, saucy offers. I cheated in act too. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But either way, people had their hand on the scale. Sure. The next group of no-goodniks I want to tell you about did it kind of literally put their hand on the scale. I'm talking about fishing competitions. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have a good friend who's pretty much like my brother, Mm -hmm. uh, Pappy. Uh, He's honestly the best. I love him to death. Great nickname, Pappy. Yeah, and he's he's, he's my brother. Anyway, um, he used to do those fishing tournament things where he had to, like, catch one of each of these fish on a long Mm -hmm. list. Mm -hmm. Um, And he'd be, like, down in the Gulf of California, like, off the Mendocino coast, cruising around like a boat or a kayak. I don't know, checking off his catches. (laughs) I loved hearing about it. It was super cool. And it was, like, this huge broad range. You have a friend who's really into fishing, right? Yeah, my my buddy... uh... Chris, he is an excellent fisherman, and we used to, every morning, we were house painters together, we would go and fish in creeks and everything, and we take this John boat everywhere, and he is an absolute menace on fish. Like, un- like sometimes we would go and catch 30 fish. we go go to a hole, and I don't know why. I, wow. I, don't, I don't fish so well with other people, but he is a beast. He's Serbian. They, they're okay. really good fishermen, right? Yeah. So Traditionally, a lot of culture, a lot of rivers, a lot of yeah, fishermen. So yeah. he taught me a ton about how to fish out here because I know deep sea fishing and, and east coast fishing. Yeah. I didn't know the, the lakes and rivers you're used to. <laughs> That's the thing is that, like— that's what I'm going to be talking about is, like, when you're pulling a, just a ton of fish out of mm-hmm. a lake or a river, um, these fishing tournaments, right? You got your, like, glistening rods, mm-hmm. tight reels, <laughs> <laughs> fancy boats, Yeti coolers yes. everywhere. Uh, he does this up on uh, Eagle Lake where they have the like, people go out there and, like, they're waiting at whatever, like, 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they, like, they sound an announcement and everyone goes tearing off to get to their hole. Well, they so want to can... do it because they're, like, high dollar payouts. Totally. They can make a lot of money. It's like golf. You can and make cash. Anywhere you have... Fancy boats, Yeti coolers, and high dollar payouts. Yes. You can have criminals. And me, you. And you, and me, yeah. and Chris. And, um, so, flim flammers at fishing tournaments have been a problem for a while. Okay, I bet, yeah. Uh, tournament cheating was rampant in local tournaments sure. for just years. In the 60s, there was a guy named Ray Scott, and he came up with the bass tournament circuit. Okay. And he figured that, like, all the trickery would be discouraged if they charged huge entry fees that only serious professionals could afford. Oh, interesting. It didn't help. That's not going to work. No, cheaters find a way. Um, well, they could then collaborate their money and go, well, we'll get one cheater in there. Well, and if, they, if it's worth it, the stakes, anyway. So there was Elro McNeil. Uh, in 1983, he tried to rig a fishing tournament in Texas. Mm-hmm. And he had a pretty good con. He went to Florida, and he bought an enormous black bass. Okay. Just massive. And he had this aerated water tank fitted into his truck. And then he drove the fish to his house in Louisiana. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. He (laughs) picks up his co-conspirator, his buddy, this angler named Terry Issam. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terry gets in the truck. Like Terryism? Like it's a religion? Like, oh, I'm a practitioner of Terryism? I-S-A-M. Terry Isom. Oh, Isom, yeah. Isom, Isom. Isom, Isom, we'll call it. So Terry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terry... He had signed up to be in the Roadrunner Bass Tournament in Tyler, Texas. Oh, Tyler, Texas. Yeah. Hell so yeah. 
He and uh, Elro, they, Terry and Elro, they're in the truck with the tank in the back with a fish bobbing around in it. They get to the tournament. Uh He, you know, Terry's out there, you know, he, oh, look at this thing. And he like, I guess, I don't know, he he, like stuck a a hook into it and then, (laughs) oh my gosh, you guys. Look what I caught. And, you know, they, it's just, they made a ton of money. So Elro and all his buddies, they're honing this con. They do it over and over and over Are you again. kidding me? They did it way more than once, and they make a ton of money. He was able to scam $350,000 from the Texas Bass uh, Tournament Circuit. Damn. Right? Um, the judges got wise to him, though. Oh, I bet and they eventually. eventually, like, they called someone in to analyze the fish, and they're like, this is not local. This is not a local <laughs> species. This is like Nemo. Get this out of here. This is a European fish. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, so in 85, 1985, um, he and three anglers, they got fines and five-year prison sentences. Oh, prison sentences. They, and they pled guilty. Oh, yeah, of course. 350,000 fraud, yeah. Isom, Terry, yeah. he's the government's star witness, uh-huh. which got him a lighter sentence and a lesser charge. Okay, he, he went snitched? Yeah, he snitched. Um, but this, is, this isn't just an American problem. No, I bet not. Romania's national carp fishing team, <laughs> yes. they were as crooked as they come. <laughs> My husband, he's on the Romanian, Romanian national carp, carp fishing, fishing team. team. He's a star. <laughs> <laughs> they cheated their way to a win okay. at the 14th World Carp Angling Championships <laughs> yes. in 2012. That was on their home waters. Oh, really? So they, it was held in Romania. Okay. The England national team um, thought something was fishy. <laughs> so they lodged a formal complaint against the host Romanians. Because okay. it turns out that, like, for months, the Romanians had been going down to, like, where they were going to go fishing mm-hmm. and feeding the carp, like, a special local bait that would give them an advantage oh during God, the that's tournament. brilliant. And so they're just get this is the bait they're going to use. I'm sorry, use. that's they're brilliant. fattening them up, and they're, like, creating a preference in the fish for their special bait. They're little, fa- like, like, freaky fish well, treats. And, like... Yeah, and the Brits, the Brits use, like, a slurry of flour, <laughs> egg, and dog and food beans on kibble. Toast. Well, no, it's like, you know, this is, the English carp respond to flour, egg, and dog food kibble. It's, you okay. know, insert English cuisine joke yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. So the Romanian carp, they're like, not about this. Like, we have been eating delicacies <laughs> and you want to give us this garbage? Whereas like a year ago, they would have been like, sounds good to me. <laughs> you know, keep spooning, pops. So um, that kind of baiting, it's not illegal. But it's unsportsmanlike. That's not illegal to prime the fish? Apparently not. (laughs) Okay. I guess the judges didn't think of it. Ian Huntington, team manager Uh of the England carp team, he said their defeat was tough bait to swallow. Oh, my goodness. So, quote, (laughs) hard lessons have been learned. And it has been a very difficult experience to pick the team and ourselves up after this event. It is obvious that any team fishing with the particular type of bait would do well, and the rest would really struggle to get a bite. Within two hours of the match starting, we were asking ourselves questions about the bait. I understand that his team floundered, but is he going to keep carping about this? Ooh, yes. Yes. <laughs> that was for you. That, that was, was a double. so good. I felt that through my whole body. <laughs> it was so good. So Romania, they take first place in both team and individual categories. Uh-huh. The Bulgarian, Siberian, and Portuguese teams, yes. they were practicing at the same lake as the Romanians, and they saw them. In the lead up to it, they're like, what, what you fishing with? And they're like, mm, maybe a little bit of this. So they started using that same bait, and that's why they came in second, third, and fourth, <laughs> right behind Romania. England came in 18th. Was this just a get England thing? I think like, it's a, well, it wasn't just England that I blew know, it. but South still. Africa and France came up empty, too. Okay. How much fish did the Romanian team yank from the water in order to win the gold? How much, Elizabeth? One report said 1.7 tons of fish. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's a lot of scales. They were just laying waste to, I don't know. Damn. Speaking of England, uh, they had a bass switcheroo, kind of like the one in Texas. Not a bass switcheroo. Yeah. Matthew Clark yes. won Guernsey's 2012 Balwick Bass Club Tournament. Okay. Uh, he pulled in a 13-pound, 13 13-ounce 13 bass. Damn. Um, that's a big fish. Yeah. It was three pounds bigger than the second-place fish. <laughs> okay. And, you know, it's usually like a game of ounces. Yeah, like exactly. Three pounds, three pounds, pounds is ridiculous. So the winner was announced. 
And then Clark and the second place fisherman, Shane Bentley, they posed for photos with their fish, you know, like when they're holding up the line. Oh, yeah, totally. Or like, you know how sometimes they cradle it in front of them like they just caught a newly birthed baby? <laughs> <laughs> like, congratulations. Okay, so. Now my friend Chris posted those pictures on Instagram. Yeah, where they're just like, like just gently like cradling. Cradling it. the baby fish. All right, so. Baby slash fish. Bentley, the second yes. place, he looks over at Clark's fish and he realizes, I've seen that before. But where? I can't. The fish? Yeah, I've seen. I know that fish. I know no, that I fish? I know him. Where do I know him from? Wait, what? <laughs> he recognized him from the local St. Peter Port Aquarium. Oh, my God. He recognized a fish from yes. an aquarium? He said, he said, <laughs> he tells the Express newspaper, quote, it stood out because it had very distinct markings on its head. When the bass was lifted out of the tank for the photo, I thought... That's the fish from the aquarium. The next morning, I went to the aquarium. I looked in the tank, but I couldn't see the fish. Then the woman looked, and she couldn't find the fish. I love this super yeah. fish nerd. So Clark scaled a cliff, the uh-huh. winner, scaled a cliff, climbed a rope ladder, and broke into the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And he told police that he was going to return the fish after the contest, but he dropped and injured it as he made his getaway. <laughs> Quote, he took it to a fish seller who didn't realize it was stolen and chopped it up. An aquarium <laughs> spokesperson told the Express, all we got back was the head and tail. <laughs> you know I love animals more than anything, but for some reason this is absolutely hysterical to me. Uh, so he got sentenced to 100 hours of community service for that. Oh, man. Yeah. And then... That brings us to the most infamous of fishing scandals. Okay. Um, you know, like the Irish dancing hullabaloo, this one went down in 2022. Mm-hmm. Big year. Big year for scandals. It's sort of what kicked off this whole episode idea. Okay. Because we got a lot of recommendations for it. And I remember when I first saw the clip, I was like, oh, I got to do okay. show on this. So Jacob Runyon, age 43, and Chase Kaminsky, age 36. All right. Two grown men who should know better. Oh, no. Yeah. I recognize this tone. So... The Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament um, in Cleveland is high stakes. Oh, yeah. Walleye, big. $30,000 on the line, Zarin. Oh, yeah. It draws dozens of teams, big sponsors. And you can win not just cash, but like super snazzy fishing boats. Mm -hmm. You know, the kind with like the glitter paint. (laughs) Yes, Um, I know the kind. (laughs) So uh, since this is fishing and there's a lot of money on the line, uh, the organizers routinely subject winners to polygraph tests. (laughs) Do you remember remember Erlo McNeil, right? The Texas guy? Uh, My man Erlo. He and his crew used to get around those polygraph tests by taking quaaludes. What? Yeah. Where are they finding quaaludes? Well, it was back in the day. Oh, of course. It was in right. the 80s, yeah. Yes, they still had So like, Runyon and Kaminsky, you know, they had a, a bang-up 2021 season. And they're using, like, GHB to beat the test? Well, there's no quaaludes anymore. So I know. That's but why. they 2021, they won more than $300,000 that okay. year in, in that's prizes. impressive. Yeah. And they also lost some of that money when one of them failed a tournament's polygraph test. Oh. Should have, like, you know, stockpiled ludes. <laughs> So, um, beta blockers. Oh, God, I love beta blockers. Uh, so they signed up for the tournament and they went out to catch the heaviest walleye in Lake Erie. Okay. And it seemed like they did. Huh. They pulled out four whoppers and they, they took the day. There is a viral video of the event. Mm hmm. And it is amazing. Oh, of course. And since I can't show it here, Zarin, I invite you to close your eyes. Oh, yeah. I want you to picture it. Eyes closed. It's September 30th, 2022. The Ridiculous Crime Antarctica episode dropped yesterday, and let me tell you, you loved it. Who are you? Your name is Braden Lee Ryder. That's all one word. <laughs> Spider-Man. You're a fictional attendee of the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament. You aren't a fisherman. You just like their fashion and the smell of fish. So there you are on the shore of the lake with scores of other fish fiends, all eager to take a look at the winning catches. You heard they're enormous. God, what a time to be alive. As men murmur and mumble around you, you watch Jacob Runyon and Chase Comiskey strut to the stage and accept their places first. Top dogs, big fish. Everyone hates them. They hoist two heavy walleye into the air, their Oakley blade sunglasses reflecting the cloudy sky, their Under Armour hoodies emblazoned with a mishmash of sponsor logos and the word Runyon Ranger on the back. This is their moment. And then the tournament director, Jason Fisher. I mean, can you, are you kidding me? <laughs> that is his real last name. Jason of the Argonauts, the Fisher. Jason Fisher makes his move. Yes. 
Runyon and Comiskey, they put their catch into a milk crate. Fisher walks over, takes the crate away. He walks to the side of the stage and sets the crate on the ground. After conferring with an associate, he lifts one of the fish from the crate and sets it on the asphalt. Runyon stands by, stone-faced, as Fisher takes a knife from his pocket. The crowd grows silent. Fisher stabs his blade into the side of the fish and draws it upward from the tail to the glassy dead eyes. He reaches into the guts of the walleye and pulls something out. It's a lead weight the size of a ping pong ball. <laughs> the crowd erupts. We got weights in fish! There we go! There is shouting. For a freshwater sport, they sure are using salty language, Zarin. <laughs> Runyon stands there silent, staring as Fisher continues to slice open the winning catches, pulling out more weights and even <laughs> fish fillets. A fillet of fish, Inside someone yells. Of a fish. Yeah. He's like, just each fish, tons of weights coming out of it, and fish fillets. They shoved extra fish into the fish to win a boat. Call the cops, one guy yells. He needs to go to jail. The man standing next to you holding his phone and recording the whole thing asks the question on everyone's minds. You got anything to say? Runyon does not. So the five weighted fish were confiscated. Uh, Runyon and his pal get kicked out, mm-hmm. and he's just he's just standing there the whole time, on just camera. taking it as everyone's yelling at him and swearing, and it's just like going. He's nuts. like on a dock, right, or like a some yeah. kind of like a landing. Yeah, boat yeah landing. exactly. And uh, so, by the way, if you want to watch the video, search "Walleye Tournament Cheaters" on YouTube, and there's one posted by Neo Outdoors that's. It's like uncut. It's it's raw tape. Okay. They don't even bleep out all the bad words. Yeah. It's 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 heavy. So, a grand jury indicted the two on charges of cheating, attempted grand theft, and possessing criminal tools. And the charges are fifth degree felonies. Damn. Quote. I take all crime very seriously, and I believe what these two individuals attempted to do was not only dishonorable, but also criminal, Prosecutor Michael C. O'Malley chimed in. Hmm. Uh, The dudes also faced a misdemeanor count of unlawful ownership of wild animals, and that's related to the raw fish fillets that they allegedly had on their boat (laughs) to shove into the fish they caught. Um, They pleaded guilty to cheating and unlawful ownership of wild animals. Um, They were sentenced to 10 days in jail and a year and a half probation. And they each also had to pay a $2,500 fine. Damn. Both men had their fishing licenses suspended um, for three years. <laughs> fishing. Yeah. Maximum penalty allowed by law. Mm-hmm. Kaminsky was also required to forfeit his boat worth $130,000. Oh. Uh, Michael O'Malley, the prosecutor, said mm-hmm. um, that the duo, quote, deserve to have their fishing license suspended for life. These two should be banned from every fishing tournament for life. They are thieves, and now they are convicted felons. Say so it, Zarin, son. What is your ridiculous takeaway? Oh, man. I would have tried, and I have to admit this, to pull off the answer of, I don't know what these fish have been eating. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have tried for a long time to say that, and they would have been filming it. They and then I would cannibals. I would have regretted it. <laughs> Later on, but I would have tried it. I think that's amazing, and I think they should have done What's that. What's your ridiculous takeaway, Elizabeth? Uh, See how I just slid that right That was there. really Very good. Nice. My ridiculous takeaway is everyone should try their hardest to not be competitive. Oh. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Not be competitive. Don't be competitive. I'm going to be less competitive than to, you are. I'm more talking to myself. I bet I can be less competitive <laughs> uh-uh, than you. I could be way more, no, more less competitive. Producer Dave, take note of this. I'm the winner. I'd like you to mark that I can be less competitive. <laughs> uh, that's all I have for today. You can find us online at RidiculousCrime.com. We're also at Ridiculous Crime on both Twitter and Instagram. You can email RidiculousCrime at gmail.com, and no one will answer you. Leave us a talk back on the iHeart app. Reach out, baby. Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zaren Burnett. Produced and edited by Angler Dangler, Dave Couston. Research is by Cutthroat Square Dancer, Marissa Brown, and Big Mouth Bass Resistance Leader, Andrea Song Charpentier. The theme song is by Bear732 Thomas Lee and Bear510 Travis Dutton. Post Wardrobe is provided by Botany500. Executive producers are Ben, we got a live one, Bolin, and Noel, how is your catch already battered and fried, Brown? Ridiculous Crime. Say it one more time. Ridiculous Crime. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 